Good morning. Blessings upon you, friends. A new week, Monday of the fifth week of Easter. Thank you so much for joining us in prayer as we give our honor, our joy, and most of all, our praise to God for the gift of this day. I'm Father Ron. This is the God Minute. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your grace. Psalm 23, The Good Shepherd The Lord is my best friend and my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'll never be lonely, for you, Lord, are near. You anoint me with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of you until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For I'm being pursued only by your goodness and generous love. Then afterwards, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence to be forever with you and all those I've ever loved. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our reading is taken from the Gospel of St. John, chapter 13, verses 25 and 26. Here's what that says. Jesus said to his disciples, I have told you this while I am with you, and the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have told you. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Well, there's only one thing that this passage refers to, and that is the Holy Spirit. I'd like to talk to you a little bit about God's activity, if you will. Let me ask you a question. What is the very first thing that God knew? Now, it's hard to come up with an answer considering that God knows everything from the beginning. But I would answer it this way. The very first thing that God knew was himself. There was nothing else to know. Now, God's knowledge is not like our knowledge. God knew himself and that knowledge 
was so perfect that it was another person. When we know something, we get what the psychologists call in our minds a phantasm. We look at someone, we turn away from them, and we can still see them. It's like a little picture, a little photograph in our brain. But God sees himself perfectly as he is. In fact, that knowledge is so perfect that it is another person. And that person is the Word of God. Now, we've heard it said in the scripture and we've heard it said all of our lives that the Word who became flesh, the Word became flesh, it was Jesus. Jesus Christ is the Word of God. That's the knowledge that God has of himself. In fact, I can remember when I was in grade school, I I'd get asked a question sometimes by the teacher, and and she would say, uh, uh, you know, what's the answer to this question, Mulhern? I'd say, well, I know it, I just can't say it. It's right on the tip of my tongue. And she would always say, well, if you know it, you can speak it, because if you can't speak it, you don't know it. Well, God spoken knowledge of himself is the word of God, Jesus Christ. Now, when God knows himself and sees himself, his sees his word, Jesus, it's a mutually attractive thing in that they are both perfect. They see each other, they know each other, and consequently, they love each other. Now, this love between father and son before God and his word is so perfect that it is another person. The love between father and son is the blessed, is the blessed spirit, the Holy Spirit. And that's why scripture says, and I quote, God is love. God is love perfect love between the Father and the Son, so perfect that it is the Holy Spirit. And let me finish with this one thought. This activity of God knowing and loving doesn't take place somewhere far off up in the sky. Do you know where it happens? It happens in our soul. We are bearers of the Holy Trinity. Think about that for a second, the beauty of it, the power of it, the majesty of it. That's how important we are, that God carries out this work of knowing and loving within us. That's why it's imperative that we try to show that to other people. Before we pray our Our Father, let's take a moment and just call to mind those prayers, those faces of those we love that we're lifting to the Lord in prayer. And together, 
In the words Jesus himself taught us, we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, may the promise of your Spirit working in us light up our lives. May the love you reveal to us shape our giving. And may the truth in your word guide our journeys, and may the joy of your kingdom fill our homes. And this we ask through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Brothers and sisters, thank you for being with us today in prayer. And may the breath of God's love and spirit be upon you now in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.